Hey there, firm leaders. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you'll get one actionable lesson each episode to help you fast-track the growth of a modern, scalable firm that supports your ideal lifestyle. Now, a few episodes ago, I spoke about how much automation your firm really needs right now. I spoke about this because there's an obsession in the profession with automation. Everyone thinks that automation is the key to success in your firm. Now, automation is important, but as I've said many times now, it's just one component of a successful firm. In that episode, I mentioned that automation is really important if you're doing volume. If you're not doing volume, then obsessing over automation is probably hurting you more than it's helping you, and that there are probably other things you should be focusing on first before tweaking your automated processes to the maximum. And in today's episode, I want to continue the discussion on that point others in their own journey to not only get from point A to point B faster, but to also avoid some of the costly pitfalls that I've made along the way. When I started my journey to help other accounting firms, I gave firms exactly what they were looking for, more automation from the get-go since this was the first thing that most firms come to me for help with. They figure it will substantially help their margins and allow them to do more with less, thus helping them grow faster. In fact, some of my earliest mandates weren't even coaching mandates at all. They were mandates to analyze their systems, technology, and processes, and then provide a report on my recommendations to improve and automate them further. So when I started Future Firm, I was more of a technology consultant than anything else. But what I quickly realized in most of these cases was that technology wasn't really what was holding these firms back from growth. It was what they thought they needed, but in fact, the issue was the business model in question. It wasn't set up to scale. First, there was no focused, repeatable, productized service offer in place, so standardization of the firm wasn't really possible. Without standardization, it's hard to automate, as I've said many times before, and you're serving multiple clients in multiple different kinds of ways. And then naturally from there, I noticed that the way firms were pricing these productized service offers was just way too low. So then we worked on putting frameworks in place to increase their prices. Then I noticed that firms weren't selling the service in a way that would command those higher prices. So we worked on the sales process as well. And what I noticed was that the gains made from working on these processes substantially exceeded any gains made from the technology end of things. And I applied this to most of the firms that I coach now. When I see low margins, I don't automatically think that there's an efficiency problem. My reflex is to first look at the sales and pricing process, and nine times out of 10, the issue is there. The firms that I coach are firms that I would consider modern, they're using a lot of the latest technology, they're cloud-based, they're generally in the million dollar range. When most start, they automatically jump to talking about efficiency, technology, and streamlined processes. But what I've learned is not to jump the gun in that direction and to look elsewhere first. Look, here's the thing. If you're already cloud-based and you're already using some of the latest technology, there is what I would consider the law of diminishing returns when it comes to implementing more technology. You're not going to double your margin just from technology and automation alone at that point. In fact, there's only so much more margin that you'll be able to squeeze out of further automation. How much more margin can you squeeze if you're already using the latest tech? Maybe 10%, maybe 15%, but there is so much more margin you can squeeze out from having a well-priced productized service offer and a well-thought-out sales process. If you're able to double your prices, which I'm seeing in some cases, 
the impact is far greater on your business than from further automation. So again, this episode is not trying to say that automation is not important. It is very important, but there's almost an unhealthy obsession developing in our profession when it comes to automation, which comes to the detriment of everything else that goes into running a successful, modern, scalable accounting firm. So if you're already running on Zero or QBO, you're using a variety of apps that plug into Zero and QBO like Receipt Bank or Hubdoc or Build.com or any of those. You're using something like Practice Ignition, have an online practice management software, and use 10 or more other cloud-based tools. You probably have all the tech you need right now. Yes, you can continue tweaking your processes and implementing more apps until you're blue in the face. And let's face it, it's a lot of fun. I love that stuff myself but it's not gonna move the needle as much for most modern firms as a better pricing and sales process will. The most successful firms out there have this part of things on lock. Yes, they're very good at automation, but they're even better at sales and pricing. So my piece of advice for firms that already use a lot of tech is to consider taking a good, hard look at your sales and pricing process get that nailed down, and then move to the efficiency and automation end of things and tweak that even more. So that's all I wanted to speak about today. Thank you very much for joining me once again. And remember, if you're looking for more tips like this, be sure to join my weekly newsletter where I send an email out to over 3,500 firm leaders who also want to design and implement an online scalable firm that supports their ideal lifestyle. You can go ahead and sign up at www.futurefirm.co slash newsletter. Thanks a lot for tuning in and see you next time.